This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my match reaction show. My five takeaways from Fulham's 3-1 loss to Aston Villa on Sunday at Villa Park. A disappointing loss for Fulham. I'll be going through my five takeaways. Actually, it's really going to be six because I have a bonus to end the episode. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Also, just want to say a big thank you to everyone that watches and listens to Cottage Talk. I actually tweeted something like this out, so I'm just going to say that for over a month now, every day has been a little bit like rinse and repeat. I wake up sad. I wake up with a little fear. I go to bed sad, and I go to bed with a little fear. So a show like this, the ability of me to do this show, to watch Fulham play, takes me away from what's going on in the world for just a little bit of time. So the fact that you listen and watch this means a great deal to me. So I just want to just say thank you. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's talk about this disappointing loss for Fulham. Could it be predictable that they were going to lose this match? I actually picked an upset for Fulham. I said that they were going to win the match. So I got this wrong. So I'm going to put up my hand. I was wrong. But I'm going to share some takeaways out of this. Let's start with number five. And I want to give some credit to Aston Villa. So if you're an Aston Villa supporter and looking for some thoughts on the match, this is going to be it. It's number five. And that is this. Aston Villa were good, but they were aided by poor Fulham defending. Each one of the goals were preventable for Fulham. Now, I can give a lot of credit to Aston Villa for creating the opportunities. They deserve credit. They were good, but they weren't great. Good. They're not a team that I think are going to be a top six side. I just don't see it. They are a good side. They have a good manager. They have some good players. But Fulham did a decent job on them. Yes, they got up 3-0. Yes, 
I'm sure you're listening. If you're an Aston Villa supporter, you're going to say, why aren't you giving us credit? I am giving you credit. I just don't see you as a team that is going to end in a European spot. I don't see it. I could be wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times. But I want to give you credit. I want to give Aston Villa credit for the victory. But in each case, Fulham helped out a great deal with their poor defending. Let's just call it what it is. And in the second half, Fulham were the better side. Let's call that what it is. Now, the argument could be made that Aston Villa took their foot off the gas or were cruising. Okay, maybe they were. But I saw this against Brighton Hove Albion as well when Fulham dominated in the second half and got something out of the match. So even down 2-0, I thought Fulham had a shot. But to Aston Villa's credit, they did what they had to do. They got the third goal and killed off the game. And listen, Fulham almost had a chance to really make it interesting at 3-2. to two. It did not go their way. But overall, I'm just going to say it one last time. Congratulations to Aston Villa. They were the better team. They deserve all three points. No question about it. But they were aided by some poor Fulham defending. Let's just call it what it is. Let's go to number four. And this is about Marco Silva, and Marco Silva cannot settle on a consistent starting 11. Now, I pretty much predicted the starting 11 except for Raul Jimenez starting instead of Vinicius. So it was a little predictable, but the thing about it is he does keep changing the three in the middle, he changes his wingers, and he changes his striker up front. Now, we've seen all three strikers get a shot at this. Rodrigo Muniz played very well, I thought, in the match before, but got injured. So now he gives Raul Jimenez a shot. But when I look at the midfield three, he is, in my opinion, playing to the competition. I think he is trying to play against the competition instead of settling on the midfield three, settling on the wingers, and a striker. I think he's playing to the opponent, which in a part of me agrees with, but I also think that there is something to having a settled starting 11 and Fulham simply don't have that. Now injuries are part of it, but I actually think he might still be searching for what he would want as a starting 11. And I think that's also been an issue. He's he's shown a lot of loyalty to players like Pereira and uh, I don't see it. I understood a little bit of that in this match because I know Pereira is good at pressing. So I think that's why he went with him. But he's changed that midfield three several times and the wingers as well. So I think that this is something that we're going to have to continue to look at. Is Marco interested in playing against the opponent or is he looking for a consistent starting 11? I think he's more interested in playing against the opponent, and maybe that will work over a course of time. But I think there is an argument to be made that a settled starting 11 can go farther. I don't know. We'll we'll see what ends up happening. But this is something to continue to watch because I don't think he has that consistent starting 11. Maybe it's by design. I don't have the answer for that. Let's go to number three. This is a big one. Changes need to be made on Fulham's left-hand side. All three. Let's start with Tim Reed. 
love Tim Ream. It's time that Tim Ream sits. It is time to have him sit. I understand everything that he brings, but I think at this point, his age is starting to show. I think it's time to sit Tim Ream. I would move Calvin Bassey to his spot, and I'm going to say it right now. I would give Luke DeFigueroles a start against Wolves. I would absolutely do that. Issa Diop is probably coming back soon, maybe Tosin as well. But I think at some point, you have to move away from Tim Ream. I just think it's getting to that point. I don't think the manager's willing to do it, but I think it needs to be done sooner than later. Now let's look at another American player, another U.S. international. Anthony Robinson needs to sit. Anthony Robinson made so many mistakes in this match that I think were a big part of Fulham's loss. Okay, let's just call what it is. I know what he brings to the table. What I am suggesting is to bring in Foto Balatori, see what he can offer you. Let's see what he can offer you in the Premier League. It's time to sit Jedi. It is. And I hope Marco gives Foto Balatori a shot here. Because you know what you're going to get with Jedi. You're going to get a lot of pace going forward. But you're also going to get a mistake or two in a game. It plays out a lot. And it costs you. So for me, time to send a message. Sit Jedi. Play Foto Balatori against Wolves. Now let's also talk about another aging player. William. I think William is starting to show his age. Honestly, I think it might be time to change him as well. You have options now. Maybe you move Harry Wilson to the left and you start Adama Traore against Wolves on the right. Maybe you do that. Maybe it's time to really mix things up a little bit. But I do think it's time to sit William. You could also play Bobby Decadova Reed in that role too. But I just don't know if you consistently get enough out of William at this point. That whole left-hand side is really a problem right now for Fulham Football Club. If I'm a manager of the opponent, I'm targeting that left-hand side. I'm taking advantage of it because that's where you're going to get some joy. Targeting that left-hand side of Fulham Football Club. Changes need to be made. That's why that's my number three. Number two. Raul's hard work pays off with a goal. Couldn't be happier for Raul Jimenez. Fortunately, Fulham were down 3-0 at the time. But he works very hard. And I want things to work out for him. Do I feel that now the goals are going to come? I don't know. But I think it was important for him to score a goal. Was it an easy goal? Does it matter? He scored a goal. Did it matter if it came off his head, you know, or whatever, as long as he scored a goal. So I'm very happy for him because I think this is a player that works very hard for Fulham Football Club, and I want him to do well. So congratulations for Raul Jimenez for scoring his first goal in the Premier League with Fulham. Obviously, he scored a great deal of goals for Wolves in the Premier League, but this is his first one for Fulham. Congratulations, Raul. I hope that there are more to come. Coming up next is my number one takeaway from Fulham's 3-1 loss to Austinville. And I also have a 
bonus takeaway to end the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, my number one takeaway is this from the street of one loss for Fulham. Fulham have put pressure on themselves to beat the teams around them as we get close to Christmas, which is pretty much halfway through the season. So, Fulham are currently sitting on 12 points. I've already said I can see them doubling that amount. But there was an opportunity here to get a point or get something try to get something from this match against Aston Villa. And they got nothing. Same thing with Manchester United. These were opportunities lost. So what that has done now is it's forced Fulham to replicate what they did last season. Beat the teams around them. Now, can you consistently do that? They're going to have to. Because if they don't, the R word will raise its head. It's going to come up. It totally will. Relegation. If they cannot beat the teams around them, they will be in a full-blown relegation battle. So by getting nothing from the last two matches, they've now set themselves up to put pressure on themselves to beat the teams around them. Can they do it? I think they can, but they've left themselves very little margins here. And that's the issue I have with it. I don't think they're going to be sitting on 12 points as we get to Christmas. But I do hope they're at least at 20 points. That's where I think they need to be. Will they be there? I hope so. But because they have not gotten... Any points from the last two matches, I think they've really put a lot of pressure on themselves. And we'll see what happens. And, oh, by the way, on top of that, in the Wolves match, Jao Polina is in playing. So that puts even more pressure on them. But they're going to have to beat the teams around them. They're going to have to, or they will struggle the rest of the season. And that will see Fulham in a relegation battle. I don't want that. No one wants that. So they're going to have to beat the teams around them. Okay, time for my bonus topic. This goes along with my last takeaway. My bonus takeaway is this. The January transfer window will tell you a great deal about the direction of foam for this season and beyond. Now, I've already seen all the speculation that foam are going to go after a striker. I've seen speculation that they're going to go after a central midfielder. They need to be doing this. They need to spend money. They need to show intent. They absolutely do. So I think it's going to tell us a lot about them in January. The type of club, not only do they want to be for this season, but moving forward. Do they want to 
build something to be a, a team that can contend for Europe? I hope so. And I think it's difficult to do it in January, but they have to show intent. They have to find these players. Now, the problem is, and I was saying to my friend Tony, who we were talking about this topic, he said, hey, you might have a sixth takeaway, and this is it. And him and I were talking about this because he's right about this. But here's the fear. The fear that I have, the fear that he has, is they will find a striker in January. Will he be Mitrovic or will he be Mitragalu? If he's Mitragalu in a full-blown relegation battle, if he's Mitrovic, we're going to be fine. But that's what happens when you get to January and you didn't do it in the summer. You've let yourself in this really bad situation where you're probably going to have to pay more money in January to find a striker. Do you know he's the right striker? It's going to be difficult. Everyone's going to be looking for a striker. They're also going to be looking for other players as well, other positions. But I think it's going to come down to the striker position. And as many people have said, they also need to get younger. They are an aging squad. And if they bring in a striker, I want them to be on the younger end and also younger players just in general. It's time to start to think young and basically turn over the squad in the next year or two. Or it could end up like it did when Fulham got relegated the first time under the cons. That was an aging squad. Fulham are getting close to that again. And that's what's scary about this. So this transfer window in January is going to tell us a lot about the direction of Fulham Football Club. Do they want to just survive or do they want to kick on? I think the players that they bring in are going to tell us a lot. So that to me is my bonus topic, my bonus takeaway. Anyways. That's going to do it for this episode of Colors Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. That's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Colors Talk, part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.